Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. But where are we in terms of the economy? A no-deal Brexit could mean 40,000 jobs are lost in Northern Ireland. Is that scaremongering or is that reality? Let me speak to Glyn Roberts, Chief Executive of Retail NI. Glyn, good morning. Good morning, Frank. Glyn, if we lost 40,000 jobs, the place would collapse. Well, it, it has been something that the business community has been saying for quite some time now, that a, a no-deal Brexit would be a complete and utter disaster for our economy. And, you know, I mean, that's 40,000 less salaries going into our economy. That means that's going to hit spending with a lot of our members. It's going to put businesses uh, out of business. Uh, and it's going to drag our economy so far back if we have a, a no-deal Brexit that, that puts WTO rules and tariffs there. And if you put that into context, if this was applied to the UK as a whole, that would be 1.4 million jobs lost across the UK if you looked at at a UK-wide basis. So this is another disaster. We've been saying for some time, the politicians at Westminster, we need a deal. And I'm very concerned that the current Tory leadership uh, campaign where you have two candidates trying to outdo each other who can have the hardest Brexit and that's not what we need. We need to put economics before politics and we shouldn't be playing politics with this situation in terms of Brexit and if you look at it this way you know the people who argued for Brexit have, have always said that we would have this land of milk and honey, we would have all this wonderful time after we left the European Union. Well, quite clearly, they were wrong. That was not what was promised during the referendum. Well, we're talking about this because it is a main story today that a new deal, we emphasise a new deal Brexit, is reckoned to put 40,000 jobs at risk in Northern Ireland and have a, a major impact over a long period of time on the economy. And this comes from really a stormant paper. It's the Department of the Economy releasing figures compiled by the Civil Service on the implications of a new deal scenario. And certainly when we listened to Boris Johnson on the debate on ITV, he doesn't seem to care. He he'll he'll take no deal in his his stride. He believes that the, the the British are well and truly capable of of you know, holding their head high and marching on. Um, that'll be all right as, as long as you're still in a job. Well, absolutely, and you know you put those forty thousand jobs into context. That's seven percent of all private sector jobs in Northern Ireland that could go in the event of a no deal. Brexit. Uh, so whoever is Prime Minister, we need to ensure that there is a deal put in place that 
uh, negates uh, some of this. And it will be, even if we do get a deal, it will be at best damage limitation. Uh, but if we don't get a deal, it is very clear that, that it will throw the Northern Ireland economy off the cliff. And I don't think anybody wants to see that. Nobody voted. I mean, even the people who voted for Brexit, they didn't vote for this sort of economic chaos. They didn't vote for people losing their jobs, losing their businesses. And I think that's what we need to put, get a bit of reality in this debate. As I said earlier, it's about putting uh, economics first before party politics. But there are some very learned politicians who believe that we can cope. I know, for example, the highly respected economist John Simpson is saying we're teetering on the edge of a cliff. That's the sort of terminology you're using uh, as well. But if you, if you listen to Sammy Wilson sometimes, if you, if you listen to Jim Allister, they, they have very strong arguments as to how we can survive and that the scaremongering shouldn't be listened to. It's scaremongering before the actual uh, vote we've had scaremongering since the vote and the, the economy continues to be, you know, it's, a, it's, it's as buoyant as I've known it to be in the last 20 years. Well, all I would say is that it's not just Rachel and I saying this, it's right across every sector of the economy, all the different categories within the economy, whether it's trade union, whether it's the voluntary sector, whether it's manufacturing, whether it's freight, whether it's retail, whether it's agri-food, all saying the same thing that a no deal would be an absolute disaster and that is right and that's right across Northern Ireland civic society and you know we've been to Westminster earlier in the year where we were talking to Jeremy Corbyn Vince Cable uh, senior politicians were in contact with ministers all the time and I, I, I and they just don't get how bad this situation uh, could be and you know, people need this, and this report that was produced by the Department of the Economy, it didn't surprise us or shock us because we knew that those were the type of figures that we were doing in terms of our own internal analysis. But what it has to be is a wake-up call uh, to politicians at Westminster to redouble their efforts and secure a deal. So we don't want a no-deal Brexit, going by what you're saying. We, as in the people that you're representing, Europe don't want a no-deal Brexit. So does that suggest that Europe will blink before the 31st of October and Boris will be able to renegotiate, if it is Boris, most likely will be, renegotiate? Or is the door closed to negotiations and Europe won't blink and he's going to have to come out hell or high water? Well, I hope that the negotiations aren't closed. I think um, we obviously need to do everything possible to avoid a no deal on 31st of October. Uh, So whoever is Prime Minister, they will have to hit the ground running. Uh, But all I would say is that, you know, in terms of the European Commission's view, they put a withdrawal deal that was there. I didn't get through Parliament, and I don't think that in any discussions that we've had with the European Union that they are that keen to reopen uh, that withdrawal deal. It is, without doubt, the issue of the last number of years, Lynn, and with just a few months to go, it's becoming, well, critical. Critical, regardless of how you look at it. Critical is an appropriate word, isn't it? If you look at it this way, I mean... The UK is the fifth largest economy in the world and part of the preparation for no deal is preparing for food food shortages. 
And I mean, ask yourself, food shortages. I mean, in the 21st century, in a part of the UK, having to actually prepare for food shortages. I mean, was this the Brexit that we were promised during the referendum? No, it certainly was not. Uh, and I am desperately worried about the impact that uh, a no-deal Brexit would have. I'm worried about the impact even a Brexit with a deal would have, because, uh, again, even under that scenario, it's damage limitation because there are no good Brexit options. There is only damage limitation. And I think that what I, if we do not get a deal by 31st of October, rather than, than throwing the UK off a cliff, uh, without a parachute or jump out of a plane with a parachute, whatever analogy you want to use, I think that the government should, should, should certainly withdraw Article 50 or revoke Article 50 because I think the damage done not just to the economy in Northern Ireland but across the UK, uh, I think it is, will be the biggest own goal in our history. Glenn, always good to speak to you. Thank you very much. Glenn Roberts, sounding exceptionally concerned about the possibility of a no-deal Brexit. Concerned even about Brexit, but particularly concerned about a no-deal uh, Brexit. I noticed some senior DUP politicians uh, saying today that they don't want a no-deal Brexit either. But we're getting down now to the sharp end of this, and eventually it's going to impact on us for better. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Or for worse.